Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome again to The Golden Life, a former staple is new again here on WBHF Radio, and again brought to you by Anita and the Nida family here on WBHF Asset Management Group, bringing you The Golden Life every Friday with Andrew Nida and Mo Pyram. Guys, good morning. Good welcome morning. Welcome in. Good morning. Good morning. A beautiful absolutely first june morning of your program and um i guess that's just part of the industry you work in or getting older or being financially focused now i kind of have all the months i think of them all as quarters Mm -hmm. put them in the quarter system like oh well it's the first friday of the last month of the second quarter wow (laughs) so we're approaching also approaching the end of the fiscal year so for our for our company, so see, yes, when you do like numbers and sales and stuff, you, that stuff's just in your brain all the time, right? Like, oh well, second uh-huh. quarter wrapping up, wrapping up. I really didn't get past just the fact that today's Friday. <laughs> I mean, you, know. you don't take time off, uh, right? You no take time calls off. on Saturdays. Oh no man, emails on Sundays. You have lost your mind. Nights and weekends. Used to, used to, used early, to. early on in the career. Yeah, no, I would no, take a call no, no or a meeting on Saturday. No, no more. No, no more. Listen, well, not not a meeting, but I mean, like, somebody's gonna just call and be like, "Man, great customer of yours, Mo. I just something's eating at me. Can I just call you at like two two o'clock on Saturday?" You would say yes. Yeah, I say yes. Yeah. I would say no. Yeah. Listen, when you do, when you do <laughs> when you when you spoken like a true Wall listen when, when your team is excellent Monday through Friday. The calls don't happen Saturday, Sunday. All the answers are, are all your it's questions done. are answered. Yeah, you just gotta you just gotta implement, and our team does that. So yeah, Monday through Friday, no need for a call on Saturday. But I'm gonna <laughs> opposing viewpoints. Yeah. Yes, Mo was being. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna forward, he, forward my calls now to Andrew. Right, right. He was being <laughs> very kind because we're on radio and we're live. That, that's all that was. I got a busy. Uh, I got a cranked up busy weekend though. Won't be won't be for business, What's but. Going on? Uh, I, so you know, we used to be foster parents. We still would be. I did be. not know that. Okay, so so Amy and I foster parents, and unfortunately, which we won't get down this road, but the system makes it a little bit more complicated. And we live in a historic home, and because we live in a historic home, although it's a very beautiful historic home, it uh, doesn't fit all the requirements to to be foster parents. So we are not able to serve right now. But with that said, like from a safety. Yeah, you know, old windows, okay. no closets, you know. No I, I would, That's I would think the focus probably should be on the care of the child. But, no, I, I understand in some aspects. <laughs> but regardless, we, uh, one of our clients, also a great friend, has they are foster parents, and he's out of town, so we have their little eight-month-old angel. Aww. Okay, angel yesterday. during the day, firecracker at night. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, what happened to you? <laughs> what changed? Cotton candy before bed? I'm like, girl, you were so sweet. And then and then she wakes up at 1 o'clock this morning. I'm like, oh, man, this child is different. And, of course, you know, I keep reminding my wife. I said, this is this is what you deal with with women. You know, they just, they're, they're happy when they want to be. I'm just playing, just a joke, three sisters and a mom. I feel like I can say that. But I have three boys, so this is like, so all of my family, we're in heaven, right? Because there's always boys, and now we have a little girl in the house. And then second to that, our foster children who uh, were able to be reunited with their with their mother, they're coming over for dinner tonight. Awesome. So That's I'm great. pretty pumped. That's pretty exciting. You know, when you care for a child 
for a year plus. So it, really the time doesn't matter. But in our case, we had these, these boys for right out a year. Um, and then they're, you know, pulled away back in their home. You know, it's you, you miss them, right? So to be able to have them back and, and spend the evening and hopefully the weekend with them, it's going to be it's going to be fantastic. And uh, something that will warm your heart oh, for man. days to come. Little, oh, yeah, That's awesome. no doubt. That's awesome. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yeah, we have a, a little bit of an exciting weekend, too. Um, our second oldest, Alex, he is moving out. Um, Saturday, well, starting the process of moving Saturday. And he's starting a new job with his second cousin, um, Chas, out in Lake Lanier uh, with a company called Doorlift Experts. Chas, Chas owns that company, and Alex is Oh, 20. pump him there. He's 20, and he's, you know, uh, Chas is kind of taking him under his wing mm. to help him with, you know, the next the next stage of his, you know, professional life. And so, yeah, so it's out in Lake Lanier. Obviously, Alex lives here in Cartersville, so that commute is not going to happen, right? So, yeah, it's uh, a long one. It's a really long one. So, Alex is going to be moving closer to that area, actually, with his other second cousin. And uh, so, we're going to start the process. Of you got to give a shout out move. for Chas. Yeah, Chas, Chas, door lift experts. Door lift experts. Basically, all things utility garage. doors, garage doors. Yeah, he, they do a lot more than that. Uh, they do like electric gates and stuff like that on fencing. But cousin of mine, great company. Works actually, they work all over the southeast. Obviously, predominantly in Georgia, housed out of uh, Alabama, uh, uh, Gainesville. Gainesville, yeah, Gainesville. So yeah, it's a great opportunity. Great opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously, it's his cousin, right? So more family bonding. But being that you know, Chas owns the company, Alice will get. You know, firsthand knowledge on owning a business, how it works, oh, and sure. you know, kind of utilize that for the next stage of his career. Mm-hmm. That'll and, be fantastic. And don't forget, because I saw it this morning coming up Highway Forty One. You forget lots of things, though I do, but not this about one. Breakfast. A hundred. Oh, oh, that's low. Hundred. <laughs> I'm changing the subject. Hundred mile yard sale. Yeah, yeah. It's the uh, where's that? Old, Wait, where's it at? Have you Dix, been up 41? Old Dixie Highway Yard Sale. Old Dixie Highway, baby. It's here. And it's, starts and it's, this morning. And yeah. it's everywhere. Starts this, Yeah, they're, everybody's already they're out like there. like Asset Management Group. They're both here and everywhere. Why <laughs> in the world? Yes, we should have. Uh, we should be out there already, you know. Early bird gets the worm yeah. kind of type of thing. I've seen them, man. Tents everywhere. Setting up. On 41? Oh, yes. Yes. Wow. That is one I get major excited. Uh, about it, yard sales? Well... Well, you get you get excited in general. I think that's fair. The yard sales, it's fun. It's fun. I can remember back in the day, okay? I can remember. This is why I like yard sales. So a shout-out to my mom here, okay? So way back when, little kid, you know, that's what we did, right? Dad was a missionary and, and you know, served as a pastor here as well. And, you know, my dad was adamant that, that anybody that made a donation to the ministry went to ministry, okay? And that was just, he, w- he was convicted about it. That, that was his thing. With that said, we were, because of that, we were kind of broke. And so we, we would, we just, but, you know, you don't know it as a kid, right? right. You're living the best life. You, you don't know anything about those, the, the financial situations behind the scene. But, but yard sales was the thing, right? If you were going to get anything, you had to hunt for it in a yard sale. So, you know, I'm thinking, like, if I'm going to get a, you know, uh, a Sega Genesis, right, or whatever, the Super Nintendo or a game or something like that, like, I had to hunt and find it. So I would always go with mom to yard sales and, man, just be working through the stuff to try to find me the next game. <laughs> oh, man, for, like, 50 cents. You could find some gems. Oh, yeah. in oh you gems, could find yeah. some gems. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I've heard like, you know, you can find baseball cards, you can find oh. all these things that those are so back right now, it blows my mind really how is. Back it is back. baseball cards are. Yeah. Man, are your sons into that? Um, no. Mm-mm. No, they're, they're not. They're into Doritos. They're into <laughs> high quality Doritos. <laughs> I wonder how much inflation's went up in yard selling. I bet it's probably high. a little bit. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. uh, baseball Tri- cards six dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so get out there. I think it's going to be a beautiful weekend for it, though. Yeah. You know, warm, warm sunny, warm, yeah. sunny. That's you get a June. walk. Yeah, get in there. It's We're going to do it for go sure. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Go. You're, off. You're not too far from 41. Uh, I'm. Yeah. I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of right. I'm really, I'm really close. Easy to access. It. Easy access. That's going on all day today and tomorrow with that uh, big yard sale. That's a very southern phrase I have learned in my travels. What yard sale? People down here. Well, people will just say like, "I'm going yard sailing." Yeah, like, right. That's a uh, phrase. Hmm. And if you say that in other parts of the country, like, "What are you? What are you talking about?" What yeah. What's that it? Mean? It's a garage sale in a lot of, a lot of other places. places or secondhand sale, something mm-hmm. like that. But like the actual. We say it as a verb, yard sailing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's kind of like when you're rich and you say summering. Because it is. It's a process. It's an it's action. It's a verb. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like summer. It's an activity. Mm-hmm. Going yard sailing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? You're sailing on a boat? I'm like, no, <laughs> no. We're yard sailing. We're, right. we're sailing around different <laughs> you know, yards. Kind of <laughs> like uh, dumpster diving. You know, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a verb. <laughs> it's an activity. Yeah. All right. Big news in the week. Oh, big news of the week. Obviously, uh, over the last few hours, right, the debt ceiling agreement has been reached. Here's to us for not defaulting. Here's to us for knowing that we we can't afford to default. Yes. But that's good. We just, you know, we spend three more trillion for the next year. That's basically (laughs) what they say. Hey, guys. And then we're at it again in 2025. Let's just not worry about it. Three, four trillion increase. Yeah, it's not a big deal. What does that actually do? We'll figure that out next summer. Yeah, when we yeah. talk about it again. Doing well, Washington really just doing what it does best, which with financial matters or or any matter, kicking the can down the road to worry about it another time. The next Congress can worry about can this worry about problem. That, yeah, yes. yeah. We'll just oh, put man. the deadline in twenty twenty five. If yeah, you can't. I, I I'm not going there. Yeah, the, no, no, you can't. I'm the spending going, is right. staggering, but for markets, for what you guys do, can't, fantastic. Can't have a default. Get you can't have a default. And the good thing is, the, I, I think, to reflect it back to the market, though, the reality is, is this one less thing that the pricing of investments, ultimately the driver of the market, it's one less thing that we have to worry about as investors. Yeah. Right. And, and you know, we're talking about this sideways market. We've been talking about it for, for literally months. And that's because that's exactly what we're in as a sideways market. Date back to, you know, May of last year, you look at the S&P, the Dow, the NASDAQ, various indexes. To, to reference the statement, but the reality is, is most, most of these you're finding is in a sideways market, up and down, high volume, a lot of volatility, but moving left to right, essentially going nowhere. And so we've talked about how, you know, the, the, the pricing of investments, investors themselves are waiting for something substantial to give us a clear indication on how to change trend from here. Mm-hmm. Do we go up? Do we go down? And, you know, one of the things that I thought could ultimately be a trend changer would be the debt ceiling crisis and so that's just one thing off the uh the table for now and that's you know that's good that's good right it's behind us and you know from an investment standpoint and so there's a few other things out there that i think are important to keep your eyes on but this one's not it's behind us yeah you know and early and early futures are showing a positive response oh for sure not just with that but also strong uh job uh, a job uh uh, report you know three hundred and thirty nine thousand jobs created in may 
I mean, that's huge. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it blew expectations. I think they were expecting like 195,000 mm-hmm. and blew it to 339,000. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, some sectors are, you know, were unchanged, but uh, we saw a little spike in healthcare. Uh, I think retail stayed pretty much unchanged, but uh, wages went up as well, and unemployment went up as well, to 3.7%. To How does that happen? How does unemployment go up the same month that, that jobs go up 339,000? How do we shatter expectation? To the positive on job openings and unemployment goes and unemployment up. goes up. All kinds of data right now that uh, strangest thing I've seen. I mean, just just from if you can you weigh all the different, you know, like personal savings for consumers way down. Oh yeah, credit card debt way up, hugely up. And I just saw something credit card defaults have gone up too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but so like from a consumer like. Inflation has still outpaced wages for 26 months in a row. Mm-hmm. People have their savings are down, their credit card debt is up. I'm sure some of the reason the debt's up is because of inflation. That's right. that would have to be true. But part of it is also just got to be the consumer saying, you know, I don't care that we can't afford it. We're just going to buy it anyway. We're going to stay with We're just going brand to take name. the trip or get the Doritos, get whatever the Doritos, we're going to huh? do. We're yeah. going to we're going to take off and do it. And then, like, how many, I mean, every week you guys see the same st- headlines I do about such and such company, Microsoft, Meta, mm. huge market cap companies that are, like, laying off, laying off, laying off. J.P. Morgan Chase bought First Republic. They're canning thousands of people after mm-hmm. buying that bank. Chat GPT. I mean, they just keep, like, huge companies laying mm-hmm. people off. So, like, where is the, where is the disconnect with, I don't know. I, just, I think you. I think you make a good point. There's definitely a disconnect, and I, and I don't know where exactly it would be either. But you know, one thought would be that people have made a lot of money for a while, and as a result, unemployment seems to be kind of an optional thing. Meaning, if I lose my job, for the few people that I know that have recently lost their jobs, that are, you know, in in positions of great great wage, you know. Um, you know, they're sitting here thinking, eh, I'm unemployed, but I can afford to be unemployed, and I'm going to remain unemployed until I find exactly what I'm looking for. And so it's just, you know, maybe maybe that's what we're seeing, and maybe and that's why unemployment's yeah. rising is the jobs that are becoming available. And I, I think that's going to be a pressing point because, you know, if if all that we believe is is true about the direction of the overall economy and the available jobs, then you're going to find some of these, especially higher executives, older uh, you know, individuals that are vested well into their careers, stuck in a position where they're looking for something that may not exist for a while again. Right. You know, and I have heard two clients make this statement. I, I was let go from a position where I know I made more money than I'll ever make again in my life. And I've heard that twice now. And, and I think that's true. I think some people are just waiting and they may be waiting for something that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And so they're just, you know, living off, off the reserves because they're there, you know, Obviously, we, you know, like we said, people have made a lot of money over the years. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a reality that's that's staring some people in the face right now where you, you made a you know, joke about chat GPT. But there's, you know, advancements in technology that are sometimes replacing, you know, one's positions over, you know, completely where that mm-hmm. industry is turning around and using, you know, artificial intelligence, robots, automation, anything of that sort to streamline processes, streamline businesses. And sometimes it, now it, you can, you know, where before it took five people to do one role, mm-hmm. uh, it could take one now, mm-hmm. one in a robot, mm-hmm. you know, one in some automation. And then that role is completely 
uh, absolved. I mean, um, is no longer in, in existence. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you, you know, one person I, I know you're referring to, you know, made a great, great living, but now stuck in this reality that, you know, the, the job the job that he's looking for is no longer in existence at mm-hmm. all. Not at, you know, and not at the same pay. Not at the same pace. Right? Was that and a and job it, that was taken by AI in a sense? No, no. but it, well, not not AI specifically, but definitely the enhancements of technology. And, oh. and so in general, it's become less important to, well, for sure to pay the salary and the wage mm-hmm. that it was costing for that type of you know staff member. He made a good point about, I won't say good point, but he made a good observation that even if the jobs were in 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 existence, they're looking for someone that has experience in that field, so that the job hoppers or the industry hoppers are finding it difficult too. You know where, mm-hmm. yeah, you much may more. much more difficult, right? Mm-hmm. So if you've had experience in one industry, you may be able to find maybe a similar role in a different in that same industry. But if you're trying to hop industries altogether, they're looking for someone who's seasoned. And they can do that now because because the the market for, you know, I, I feel like we went through a season there. I don't feel like it. It was true statistically. We went through a season there where, you know, people were desperate. Business owners were desperate to hire, and so really the the employee came in control to the interview. You know, if they were skilled, then they had all the control on the process. Right. This is what I want to get paid. This is what I need to get paid. And the truth is, is this is what I will because it's not just you I'm interviewing with. It's the other four or five competitors that are in your industry. And there was such a need for high-quality staff members there for quite some time. And I'm not saying that's obsolete or gone altogether. Right. But, but I think to your point, you're starting to see that tighten up. And so people are losing this opportunity to jump from one ship to another. And then, of course, you know, there is this lingering fear that if we continue to see some of the things that we've seen, you know, increased debt, default on on consumer debt, those type of items, you know, at what point do you you don't want to be the last person in on a, on a company, you know, because that's starting to linger, I think, in people's minds, too. Like maybe I'm, hmm, even though I could make a little bit more, maybe I should be staying put for a season. Mm-hmm. So. I thought it was interesting um, with some big retail leaders also saying this it was yesterday, I think, maybe the day before, where Costco and uh, Macy's both said that they're they're seeing it, like they're seeing for sure slowdown in their retail business in terms of what people are buying, mm-hmm. volume and quality. So Costco, which is a the wholesale mm-hmm. you know leader of the retail. Retail wholesale leader basically in the country said that they're seeing what they've seen in previous recessions getting going where um, the beef, the seafood, the higher end stuff is slowing way down. Mm -hmm. And then like your pork, your chicken, your cheaper meats are are really revving up and just and just other products that are not the the discretionary spending starting to change its its movement at least a little bit but if a retailer of that capacity is seeing that nationwide then i mean the signs are out there it's just a matter of when does it and i also i'm not saying that they're that what they're saying is not true but it is curious to me every time we get a a revision like oh why was it revised (laughs) so far down from the initial report right have you seen some of those q4 revisions yeah they're like what it's ridiculous how did you miss that by three and (laughs) a half percent it's like most polls it's like what what are you (laughs) this is nowhere close get out of here not even worth the the time or 
But the revisions space. don't seem to command the uh, media attention. No. Of no. the initial release. No, it's just a, a, a footnote. Yes. You know, footnote in the, in the, in the story. Oh, that was off 3%. Okay, bury it. Move on. <laughs> yeah. It is uh, wild. But you're you know, you're right. You're seeing it and you're seeing it in so many different areas right now just the the general slowdown, which is, you know, we're not who really knows at this point. I mean, I think most most um real and true analyst, strategist, portfolio managers if they looked you in the eye, they would say, listen, at the end of the day, we don't know. It could be a 10% swing in either direction. And I think that's the reality of the moment is, is we remain in this very unpredictable state. Nice to see the debt ceiling off the table. It's behind us now, and we can focus on one less thing. But it's yet still very unpredictable. And so, you know, it just preaches the need to continue to be wise, you yeah. know. Be wise with, with what you have. Be a good steward with what you have. On to the next variable. On yeah. to the next variable. And on to chapter two. On to chapter two. Of what do we got? From strength to strength. Uh, yeah, this, so we've been reading the book. Uh, we mentioned last time, Strength to Strength from Arthur, book, Arthur Brooks. And uh, chapter two talks about what's called the second curve. And so we, 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 started early, we started last week saying about the professional decline that is inevitable. And, you know, the sooner you can come to grips with that, there's going to be a, a decline in your profession. You take that you take that acknowledgement and use it as a strength to transition to the next stage or you know that's next stage of your life of your professional life and so you know some highlights from the book is you know decline is of is unavoidable right you can't you can't avoid the fact that there's going to be some type of professional decline in your in your in your life and so understanding that there's two types of what, what he calls intelligences once is one is fluid intelligence and you kind of think of that as raw smarts, right? The the ability to reason, think with flexibility, solve problems. And that's usually found early on in your stage, early on in your adulthood, in your 30s and 40s, where the, the idea of hard work breeds success, right? And then there's this what's called crystallized intelligence, where all of a sudden that shift turns from this hardworking um, ability, innovative, innovative type of, of, of mindset to more of using your knowledge and wisdom at that point, everything you've learned, and transition that to use that to solve the problems. And you get that in your, that increases in your 40s, 50s, and 60s. And so what he's found is that those who are able to transition smoothly and understand that, you know, when you hit your 40s, 50s, and 60s, if you see a decline, it's not that hard work gets you out of it. Actually, hard work doesn't really get you out of it. It's using that wisdom and knowledge to transition to more of a teacher, using that wisdom um, and maybe even using that to transition to your career gets you into that into that mindset to mm. accept the fact that it's not a decline. It's actually a strength at this point to use the wisdom and knowledge that you've that you've gained throughout your early uh, professional life from checkers to chess, from checkers to chess. Like you know, that. I haven't read chapter two because I'm resistant to the facts that were relayed in chapter one. I'm not. Uh, I'm not accepting the reality that I've peaked. <laughs> he, I'm like, what? Thirty nine. I'm out. He made a. It's great, not true. He made a great analogy, and I never. I've, uh, I never knew this, but um, and and actually, in my freshman year in college, I took a um, humanities course, and we learned about you know classical music. That was one one actually one whole semester was about classical music, and uh, Sebastian Bach. I don't know if you know who Bach is, but a great, do, yeah. great, great um, artist. But he's well-renowned right now. But he had a son, 
named uh, Carl Philip Emanuel. I didn't know this. He had like 20 kids um, from two different uh, two different wives, and it doesn't matter. But Carl Philip Emanuel out was was much of a better artist than his father was, mm. way better than he was, way better. And his dad, Sebastian Bach, who everyone knows, actually took that as a challenge and used it to basically take his son's ability and create a brand new, basically create a textbook and use his son as a way to show people like how to make music. Mm. And that textbook is well-renowned right now. He crystallized. He crystallized it. And he used his son not as competition, but said, I'm going to learn from my son and then use it as a way to teach other people mm-hmm. how to make music. Or he made money on his son. It's another way. Yeah, yeah. That's, maybe, maybe that's chapter three. Not me. How, how to profit from your, your, your well-renowned son. But yeah, I mean, again, someone who is leading uh, the, you know, that field, that industry, if you want to call it, and then all of a sudden something new comes in. And instead of trying to outpace his son, he just used his son's talent to say, okay, well, I'm just going to teach everyone how to do this. That's mm. pretty interesting. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. You think it's the same for, like, music from, like, Chris Stapleton? Maybe. Does he have kids? No, I'm talking about the quality of music. <laughs> Sorry, that was a terrible <laughs> joke. Shouldn't have said it. <laughs> it's awful. Well, uh, he's having a concert coming up. I know he is. My son texts me. He's like, Dad, can we get a Chris Stapleton for my birthday? And then I looked at the price of tickets, and I'm like, son, have I taught you about economics, inflation? Yeah. Have, you not <laughs> seen, have you not seen the reports? Your birthday budget is pretty blown. heavy. Yeah, right. Heavy. Uh, I think the most expensive ticket I've ever it's had not- for a concert was like two, maybe 250 mm-hmm. which I thought was a, a ton. Mm-hmm. But it was... Uh, Farewell tour for Genesis, and I wanted to see. Oh wow! I wanted to see Phil Collins before he uh, again before he. You know, he's he's not in good. He was not in good health then, and especially not now. But right, just in a little chair, can't play drums. Just you know. Oh really? I didn't know that. But as you know, opened up the mic, and his little angelic voice still came through. So that's awesome. But so, but generally speaking, I would agree that uh, concert tickets are something to be. I won't even tell you what my sister. Uh, paid for Taylor Swift oh, to I take my imagine. oldest niece. Oh, was I can imagine a thousand. Great show. I um, they were going for like a thousand dollars. I know that probably last minute for sure. Th- they waited till the night before oh, to boy. get them d- to let because they came down. Oh, they did. Okay, yeah. She she thought they would come down if they bought them within twenty four hours, and they did. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, did she yeah. Enjoy it? My niece uh, wept when she found out they were going. <laughs> Wept, and that's what you want, I guess. Is a pain. she's eleven, and they said we're going to Taylor Swift mm-hmm. tonight, and, and she, she just wept. like broke down and just cried and cried. I was Jake, like, same thing. Jake, Jake wept when we gave him tickets to the PBR. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Really, for that's yeah. awesome. He was he was like completely emotional when he opened them up Christmas morning. No way, like just lost it. Yeah, those yeah. videos are cool. When I'm people like, get those oh, Christmas that's, that's a moment. Yeah. Didn't expect yeah. that, but what a great moment. Yeah, I don't know. It, it would be it would be a ton of fun, but it's like I think it's not too bad. But the lawn, the actual lawn tickets are like two hundred. Two hundred bucks. The problem yeah. is that we just got a bunch of kids, right? So <laughs> well, that's the it's thing. It's not yeah. two hundred for one. It's two hundred for start, five, when six, you start seven for a family. You know, it doesn't yeah. even include food, and drinks, then it's or anything. Like, that's what. Can yeah. I take a friend? Two friends. <laughs> then the next kid's like, "Oh, I want to take a friend too." <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. it's summer vacation costs. So yeah, yeah well, that's part of it. 
It is part of it. Are you enjoying that so far? It's the first week that the kids are home, right? Yeah, first week, and um, oh man, it's this is this is it. I love this time of year for mm-hmm. sure. I love it. I love it. Great opportunity to be active. We have taken many walks throughout downtown Adairsville almost every evening, and so yeah, it is it is a great time of year. Kids are working. Parents out there, give them the opportunity to make some money. Okay, give them a chance. I think it's great, great skills. And, and, you know, the role in my house right now is don't ask for money, ask for a way to make money. And there's plenty of opportunity. And so, you know, yesterday, actually yesterday, me and Mo were coming back from visiting clients in Birmingham. And uh, my son, you know, he he sent the invoice over on completing, detailing (laughs) my old truck. So he detailed it and and rightfully so. And, And then he gets the opportunity to continuous continuously make money because I told him, I said, listen, I'm going to pay you the same rate today when this vehicle is nasty as I will two weeks to keep it clean. So you're going to find that if you just do your job, you're going to make more money for less effort just by maintaining, mm-hmm. you know, the consistency of putting out good quality work. So yeah, yeah I've give an opportunity. That. I've adopted that rule in my house now. For sure. For sure. And actually Olivia on the way, when I picked her up yesterday, she said, uh, what can I do to make $40 today? Mm-hmm. So I'll get back to you on that. Now, my youngest son, <laughs> my youngest one. Had to figure out, you know, what's $40 worth of work at the house. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. Yeah. my Jake cut the grass this past week, and he messaged me, and he said, Dad, I, I cut all the grass. And he did. He pushed mowed the front, cut the back, and he said, uh, he said, I cut the grass. How about $30? And I'm like, whoa, 30 <laughs> <laughs> this is a great, great sales. I, I, was, Mo was, I had him on speakerphone. I said, 30? Jake, last week was 25. And he said, well, you better be glad I didn't charge you 50. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh wow. wow. Getting aggressive. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and he's nine. I'm like, okay, nine? I, like your, I like your tactic here. He's like, you better be glad I didn't charge you more. Like, this is a deal. Uh, Elementary school ain't free, Dad. Yeah. You're like, actually, yeah, it is. <laughs> he's saving up for a, uh, he wants one of those, um, uh oh shoot like the the vehicle that you st- you stand on it like a hoverboard but with the one wheel i'm struggling here a unicycle a, no <laughs> i don't know what you're anyway about. The, the point was get your allow your kids grandkids an opportunity to work that's the point mm-hmm. of the message for the last sentence of the show summer chores summer chores so i guess chores. chores are year-round and chores sound terrible some things have to be free. That's like, what they called them when I was. Uh, you have to do them. some work just yeah. because you live in my house, right? But so at least yeah. that's my. my yeah, outlook. I'm not going to pay you to make your bed and 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 fix and no, know, make sure your room is clean. No, no, I'm not. Paying no, you for clean that. up the dishes. No, no, you you ate. But trim the bushes. That's why you clean dishes. <laughs> <laughs> you want more Doritos? Yeah, <laughs> you got to wash those dishes. You wash your dishes, right? Asset Management Group bringing you the Golden Life. Each and every Friday, you can call them, 678-792-5855. Talk to Andrew and Mo 678-792-5855. They are located in a familiar home for night of business, 102 North Bartow Street, Suite 100 here in Cartersville. I want to see Jake's invoice. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we all. I think we all do. I think we all do. Guys, I'll uh, I'll miss you. Won't be uh, with you oh, for yes. a little bit. Uh, Alan will be with you next week, and I believe Matt Santini will be with you the following yes. week. Yes. So, and though, and Matt and Chuck hosted Golden Life together for many years. Yes, they did. So that is looking be forward a, to it. That'll be a fun um, kind of 
reunion of sorts. I Absolutely. Guess. So that'll be cool. I'll miss you guys. Uh, we're going to miss you too. Be I'll, safe. Uh, take down some scotch in your honor. And a lot of photos, please. Yes, please. We will do. We will do that. I'm, I need to need to make sure we we do a lot. I'm not usually very good with picture taking. I just I'm one right. of those people that like like I'm looking out over something spectacular. I just am taking the photograph in my mind. Right. But I need to be more like my wife and my sister, whereas like take a picture so you can look at it in 30 years. Mm-hmm. You know, just in case you forget the mental. Mm-hmm photograph so uh, i need to do better about you should do better i'm taking pictures i'll so send you a text we'll remind pictures. you please do like, send me a picture of what you're doing right now you're a very friendly texter i would add oh thank you're, you you're it's it's peppy it's like oh hey it's mo it's chat it's <laughs> chat <Yeah>. chat gpt <laughs> <laughs> that's not mo <laughs> enjoy it folks have a wonderful rest of your day enjoy the first uh, weekend of june it's going to be fun and uh, stay cool out there. Going to be heating up up next. Speaking of heating up, we have a Cartersville City Council coming to you back next week at 9.05. Again, we will have The Golden Life brought to you by Asset Management Group, The Golden Life here on WBHF. You can call Andrew and Mo for any questions about investing or really just about anything else, 678-792-5855, 678-792-5855. Ensure your own golden life with Asset Management Group. Investment advisory services offered through Asset Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Andrew Knight and Moise Param provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company or enter offered through Asset Management Group. By contacting Asset Management Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.